Welcome to Faith Family in the Forest. I'm Oliver. And I'm Annabeth. And we are super duper excited you guys are here listening today. Welcome. Welcome. So today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Netflix. Yes, just because Oliver wanted to. Yeah, well, we were planning our episodes for the summer and we had like an extra one or two spaces and I was like, how cool would it be if we talked about Netflix because we spend a lot of our time watching Netflix and watching TV. And after saying that, that makes me feel like we don't do anything with our lives. But it's something that's been around in our lives for a while. Yeah. You know, ever since I can remember since college, it's been a thing. And we'll talk more about... You gotta stay up to date. Gotta stay up to date. on Netflix. That's right. And it's it's become like a, a pop culture phenomenon. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. And for right now, I have some questions or trivia here for Annabeth. I'm ready. You're ready. Okay. What year was Netflix founded? Ooh, I know it's been around a while because they used to send you DVDs, right, in the mail. Yeah. So. And nobody watches DVDs anymore. No. And then, I don't know when they started doing, like, you know, how it is now. Streaming? Right. (laughs) But I remember, I mean, I watched stuff on Netflix in high school so I'm going to say maybe 2002. Okay. That was a bad guess. But it was founded in 1997. What? Yeah, and it was launched for the DVD service in 1998. Wow. So, I mean, that's getting back there, you know, 20-something years ago. And I was doing a little bit of research for this podcast, and it was talking about how the story of the guy who founded Netflix. Mm -hmm. I thought this was interesting back when, if you can remember blockbusters and movie galleries and stuff like that, you know, you're, you're just old enough and that's cool. But he, the fabled story, and it turns out it's not true. I'll just preface it with that (laughs) is that he had to pay a $40 late fee for a movie and he was so frustrated with it. And so he came up with the idea about why not send people the movies and then they can just put them in an envelope, drop them in the mail. So, so, I wonder when Redbox was invented. So, not to get off from these questions because Sorry. we're going to talk about some of this. It's but just similar, but like different. Redbox seems almost easier because you just. It's like a vending machine for DVDs. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, they Netflix had a service like that for a while. Hmm. And I think it was like GoBox or something like that, MovieBox. Um, and that may have been one of their names when I was reading about it. But it's. It just wasn't as popular for their service and because they like relied on the postal system and stuff. Right. And I don't know. I think Redbox has done a pretty good job of it. They're still yeah. around. Yeah, you see them so. Walmarts and Dollar Generals and places yeah. like that. So, all right, next question. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to watch on Netflix? Everyone's dying to know. Well, just my favorite thing to watch. Wait, the thing I watch the most or a Netflix original that so, I So this is the problem with streaming services and <laughs> watching TV nowadays because when you had to watch it back in the day, you had to you know, watch it on the night and the time. Mm-hmm. And now we have the option to just binge watch. And we're going to talk about binge watching stuff a little bit later as well as our Netflix originals. So if when you come home from your daily activities or you just want to veg out, what, what show's coming on? What are you throwing well, on the Netflix? Well, right now, I've been watching Friends, like on a Friends kick. But also, Gilmore Girls is probably the go-to. 
Y'all, we're just going to pause for a moment because Annabeth is like a seasonal Netflix show picker. Yes. So yes. we were talking about this the other day, and Gilmore Girls is like the perfect show to watch during the fall time yeah. because it's like based in Connecticut. And we know, I know Elizabeth Hearn out there listening, you're a huge Gilmore Girls fan. So, so just many people. Up. I mean, it's the greatest show. Oh, but yeah. I, <laughs> I think I like to watch it in the fall because when you start season one, episode one, it's in the fall. Right. And they're like starting school and yeah, I don't know. So it's kind of like it gets a lot of sensory things yeah. going, and that's awesome. Okay, um, when did Netflix stop shipping DVDs or Blu-rays? Mm, Two thousand eight. Is that just a guess or? That's a guess. Oh, Was well, that right? No, oh. because they actually haven't stopped shipping DVDs or Blu-rays. Yeah, so I was. this was the weirdest thing when I was researching because I was like, oh, they probably stopped that because that has to be like stupid expensive to do. And nobody does that. Right. Do people still do that? Yes, because there's still people who want to get movies who don't have great internet access that can support streaming. Right. And believe it or not, that's come a long way, hmm. too, in itself. There was a whole huge article about how the internet's changed and broadband and all this stuff that bandwidth. And I could go on for days about it, but I won't. But, yeah, they still do it. And the, C the CEO made it like a deal where it's – not like super expensive, but it's like an add-on. Like if you want DVDs or Blu-rays, um, you can just add it on. Interesting. Yeah, so they I still no have idea. that. They still have that option. So, do the movies that they send you are they all the the options the same movies that are on Netflix? Yes and no. So when you look on Netflix, in like if you're looking for an old school movie, mm -hmm. a lot of times they'll be like, "Oh, we have it on DVD." And they can they can send it to you right. versus it if you're just yeah like so a newer uh, Netflix original might not be on DVD right. because they don't have an incentive to put it on DVD just to ship it out when people who are gonna watch it are yeah. watching it already. That's super interesting. Yeah. Thank All right. You. So I'm gonna geek out here for a second, but do you know how much one share of Netflix stock cost? And how much it originally cost when they went public? Okay. How much it originally cost? Yeah. Day one on the stock market, how much could you buy Netflix for? $5. $15. Oh, man. Yeah. Which, that's pretty average for, like, but, I mean, okay. I geek out about and that. And then so. how much it costs now? Probably 100 Multiply that by three. No way. And add, like, 30 so yeah, one share of Netflix is like three hundred and thirty. Wow. Oh, excuse me, three hundred seventy-three dollars and twenty-five cents as of today, um, when we're recording this. That's impressive. Yeah, so you know they always have those what ifs if you have invested back in the day, and yeah. you know, so for fun, food for thought. All right, how many people share Netflix's account or bum off of other people? Password share, however you want to phrase it. Like, what's a percentage? Like, percentage yeah and i have like more detailed statistics but i think you can get relatively close 50 percent. 50 percent. so one article i read said like early on like for younger people and college students netflix they people password share up to like 20 percent was like what people admitted to doing right because there's this whole legal thing about um certain sites being like that's illegal you shouldn't do that it's mm -hmm. not fair so the statistics I have is about 20% of people from 18 to 24 password share for Netflix okay. or bum off their parents or other people. Right. 
And then 25 to 34, that goes down to 15% because people start to you know, have income and are like, oh, I can buy my own Netflix account. I'm all boozy. Boozy. Bougie. That's the word I was looking for. And then the next age bracket, it goes down to like 5%. Right. Um, and that's normally parents bumming off their kids' Netflix accounts. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And I was going to ask you, and have you ever shared or bummed off someone's Netflix account or passwords? Yes. Oh. Wow. Well, we used my parents' accounts. Yes. In Colorado. We did. Then when we moved to Columbus, we got our own. So. Yeah. And now we have our own. But we even have our own separate accounts, too, within that, which yeah. is kind of strange, but not really, I guess, because I'll watch different shows that you won't watch. So it really doesn't matter, I guess. All right. Oh, tech heavy on there though. The CEO, I think we were talking about this the other yeah, day. We did. Yeah, um, he likes it when people password share and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, versus in past, you know, that's been a thing, but now it's like it's a big deal because it kind of gives them free advertisement. And then if something was to happen, they already have an experience on Netflix that they've either enjoyed or they, you right, know, and they're more likely to sign up for it. And so. it's not super expensive, so I mean. I don't hear people saying, oh, I don't have Netflix because it's too expensive. Nobody, I don't think I've heard anybody ever say that. I have heard that about like Amazon Prime and Hulu and other streaming services, which we're going to talk to a little bit later here. We're going to talk to them? We're going to talk to Hulu, talk (laughs) to the subject of, excuse me. What do you think of binge watching? Our last question. I love it. You love it? Yes. Well, do you think it's healthy or non-healthy or moderation is the key? Well, I'm sure it can be unhealthy, but I love it. When we are trying to pick out a new show to watch together, I always get mad at Oliver because he picks out shows that only have one season on Netflix, so I get mad because I want to pick out a show that is like 10 seasons strong. We're going to watch it over a couple months, not be done with it in one Saturday. (laughs) You're picking out the Grey's Anatomies that have 15 and ongoing seasons, and I'm just like, exactly. what That's if what I like. people have already watched that? I want to watch something new and updating. I do want to watch stuff that I haven't seen before. I just don't want to be done with it. And all the new shows have like five episodes in one season, and that's it. And I don't like that. I like, you know, Friends has... <laughs> Here we go, guys. I think 20 to 25 episodes in each season. That's what I'm looking for in a show. Yeah. In 10 seasons. I love it. All right. (laughs) So that's like 200 shows. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. But I do like binge watching things. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But it is fun to still watch TV and watch it once a week, every week. Come on. The only show I really do that with is um this is us right but this is us is so good that it's worth it like you know yeah i think that was very popular with like game of thrones um you know we kind of did that with 13 reasons why on netflix because that was something that we always watched together when it came out and we didn't watch it we didn't get to binge watch it so all these people who binged watched it were talking about it on social media mm-hmm. and i remember annabeth made a post about how like we're watching the show slower than the guy was oh yeah reading the tapes and you know you have to kind of watch the show to get it yeah. but um, and another problem is if you're going to watch a show together but you're not together and everybody else has seen it that happened with us for stranger things season yeah. 2 because Oliver was, um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember you were at, uh, where I was. IFT. Okay. In Colorado. 
and it came out and everybody had seen it and I was waiting for him to get back so so we could watch it together and it was really hard to not see any spoilers yeah so for you people out there I think there's a grace period you should wait to post stuff on social media I think that is pretty commonly starting to get more accepted out there though mm-hmm. with people which is awesome yeah with Avengers coming out yeah that was a really mad yeah that was a big deal any spoilers. and I, even though some of the stuff that people posted, I was like, oh, having watched the movie, now I could see that as a spoiler, but right. that's how I want it to be. Like, if I had never watched the movie, I don't want to, you know, so that's a whole subject in itself. But, all right, moving on to, like, our big topics today and our discussion points, best Netflix originals, and kind of, like, maybe explain why we like Netflix for that reason, you know? Yeah. I, I think back to high school when I first started watching Netflix, and I remember all the movies on there being terrible. They were not good, and they weren't really doing Netflix originals then, right. but they weren't even putting popular movies on Netflix then either. And I remember just always looking for a movie and not finding one because they were all <laughs> terrible. And so I think Netflix has done so... Well, like, they have gotten so much better, and all the Netflix originals are really good. Yeah, and they're starting, if you notice, they're starting to get A-list actors. Will Smith, um, Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, like, all these people who are doing Netflix originals, which add, you know, that quality, and as well Mm -hmm. as they're getting quantity out there and stuff. Uh, Something, though, that's weird with Netflix is it's kind of like one of those things where if I watch the the TV show or the movie, I'm really... There's a good chance, unless it's like the friend, the friends, <laughs> friends, or the office, or Parks and Recs, I'm not gonna binge watch it over and over again. Right. So, which is really interesting. I'm kind of a one and done person. Whereas if I had like a DVD or Blu-ray, like Remember the Titans or mm-hmm. Top Gun, you know, I'm gonna watch it a bunch. Yeah. But I think some of our favorite Netflix originals are like Stranger Things. Of course. And we just watched the new season of Stranger Things, and it was so good. I loved it. I lo- this might have been my favorite season. I think. I think it was my favorite. It's just it's such a well done show. It's Who, crazy. Who's your favorite character in Stranger Things? Steve. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Crushing on Steve. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see you. He's the best. And I found out that he's twenty seven. So like, if Oliver wasn't around, oh my gosh, <laughs> it definitely happened. <laughs> Wow. Anyways, I think I think my favorite's Hopper or um, I don't know. I really like I like Eleven. Just be. I mean, she's the main character, mm-hmm. but I like how her character progressions and her. She's just a great actor. I did. I liked the new characters they introduced this season. Billy. I like Billy a lot too. The, the bad guy. No. If you haven't seen it, not sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, he was bad in season two as yeah. well. He wasn't always good. Um, Samora that we'll list off, like Atypical. Atypical, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. Right. I don't think it's super popular, but it is a very good show. I re- have really enjoyed it. There's only two seasons out right now on Netflix. Yeah. But I think they're coming out with a I third. I think so. And Netflix has done the cool thing where they show you now after, like, you've watched it or before you watch it underneath the title, it'll say, Hey, new season coming out in 2020 Mm -hmm. or this date, which I thought that was a really like subtle, like a great update they had. Um, one that's near and dear to our heart, a Netflix original is last chance you. So if you haven't gotten a chance to see this, this is about a Juco 
community colleges, their football teams. But specifically the first two seasons, which are the good ones, the third season is <laughs> not. But the first two seasons, it's about a community college in Mississippi. So that's cool because we're yeah. from there. And I don't know. It's a very interesting show. Yeah. I mean, it deals with a lot of the culture of Mississippi and just but also, football and things like that. Yeah. And so many of the players that went and played there had like D1 scholarships and did something stupid and messed up and then went to JUCO and then try to get back on yeah. D1. And it's, it's super interesting. There's what's What I liked about it is there's good stories in it and then there's also bad stories in it. It doesn't mm-hmm. always end well for some of the guys. But, but it, you get to love like the players yeah. just from watching 13, I think, episodes. So, um, three of my favorite shows, and uh, these are like shows I watched without Annabeth yeah. are the Ted Bundy one with Zac Efron. And I'm not like a big, I've heard it's really good I'm not though. like a big murder guy, but I had never read about Ted Bundy or knew anything besides that he was like a serial killer. And then when I watched the show, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is an awesome story. Like this is Zac Efron played this great. And then when I like Can halfway just say Zac Efron is a great actor. I think he is <laughs> underrated. I think he is such a good actor. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. He can sing. He can action shoot. He can he do can, it all. He can do it all. So diverse. He's like uh, Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Great actor too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was just a, it was a great movie. Like I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed You, which is kind of like a psycho murder romance mystery thing. I kind of watched it without Annabeth. Because I don't know, it's kind of creepy. So if you've seen it I don't out really there, like scary stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of, it has a little bit of scary stuff in it, but it's not too bad. I enjoyed that just because it made me think. And then my favorite, probably all time, and I watched it without subtitles, was Narcos. Um, huge fan, and I don't know, I just it's in Spanish. It's in Spanish. <laughs> That's why he said that about, about Pablo Sometimes. Escobar. And then there's a couple spinoffs of that um, that I really enjoyed, and I I binge watched those in like a day. Like I think you were at work one day. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, straight up watched them. Yeah. I like One Day at a Time. It's a really good show. And I think there's maybe two or three seasons of that. I enjoy it. And then, did we say Umbrella Academy? No, we didn't. That was good. Such a good show. I'm ready for season two. Yeah, I didn't didn't think we were going to like it at first, but Mm -hmm. it got better and better. And the story progressed. The music was great in it. Yeah, You know, I really enjoyed that. Love the music. Um, One... One show, or I guess, yeah, it's a show, The Fundamentals of Caring. No, that that's was, a movie. Is it a movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that it's was... so good. It has Selena Gomez in yeah. it. But it's it's really good. But it was weird. Is that Paul Rudd also who's in it? I think I so. I think so. But it was just like weird when we watched it because it wasn't something we really normally would watch. Mm-hmm. And we really... I didn't like it quite at first and it got really good. Yeah. So those are kind of like... Our favorite, our favorite originals and some I'm of sure our favorite shows. I'm sure there's more that we didn't think of, but. Um, what do you think about Netflix shows that are you can actively watch versus passively watch? What do you mean? So you'll I, I do this a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people are guilty of it, but who will turn Netflix on, and I think I do this with, like, friends in the office because oh, I've seen yeah. it so much, where I'll just be on my phone, and I'm not really right. paying attention to my phone or the show. I'm just kind yeah. of in the state. Well, that's why I always have – one or two shows that I have not seen before that I'm watching for the first time. And then I always have one or two shows that I've seen before and I just want to put on when I'm cleaning or doing other stuff that I just want something in the background 
or I want to take a nap and <laughs> so I put on friends, you know. Y'all, my favorite thing to take a nap to is Gilmore Girls. I will fall asleep within like 10 minutes. So I've really never seen all of them except in passing. And I just love it. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about the tragedy of The Office leaving and Friends leaving and other yeah. shows who are done um, by like NBC and all these other broadcasting stations and third mm-hmm. parties that aren't Netflix originals yeah. leaving Netflix. I'm nervous about it because all there's so many of these companies, I guess, I don't know what you would sure. call them, that are making their own version of Netflix, which means they're going to take away all <laughs> these good shows that are on Netflix, like The Office and Friends and whatever else. And Disney's making... A streaming service, so oh, yeah. that means all the Disney movies that are on Netflix are going to be gone, and there's a lot of good Disney movies on Netflix, mm-hmm. and then Apple is making their own streaming service. They won't take away any shows from Netflix, but I mean, I think Apple, pretty much everything they do is really good, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that'll be good, so I just don't know how it's going to work if every all of these different things have their own service, then are you going to have to buy, you know, pay for several different ones to see all the shows that you want to see? Because I still want to see these Netflix originals. Like, I want to see Stranger Things 4. Right. But I also want to be able to just watch The Office, and I want to be able to watch live TV because of sports and things. So it's really a predicament. <laughs> yeah, so and it's really interesting because Annabeth and I haven't really had cable that we've had to pay for. Like, we had cable when we were in Mississippi, but it was, like, included in our rent, so we didn't – I mean, we watched it for sports and the right. news. But and in Colorado, I, I just watched – only had Netflix. Yeah, and so – and I know a lot of college students is the same way yeah. who are, you know, between that 18 and 25-year-old range. We had range. cable in our dorm rooms. Oh, that's – No, uh, we didn't have TVs. <laughs> Well, we you had to bring your own TV, but oh. it had a cable. No, we definitely didn't have up cable. And you got basic channels. No, we didn't have that. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't go to normal college, guys. If you, <laughs> if you've forgotten. I think but most normal colleges have that, right? I don't. I don't think so. Ole Miss didn't have it. We didn't have it when I was there. That I remember. We'll have to ask people. I'm not sure. Cause Anyways, I let us know. Super normal let us know either. if your university or your college or trade school or whatever had cable for you to watch in your dorms yeah. or rooms. Um, but so when we moved to Florida, right now we just have Netflix. We haven't gotten any sort of TV yet. But we are planning on getting probably we're leaning towards Hulu because they do Hulu Live. So we can pick out channels that we'll get or we'll be able to stream channels. Right. And that's just such the benefit of just having streaming services versus having cable or DirecTV or Dish or, you know, insert Because with Hulu, we can watch, you know, the Hulu originals that they have, the other shows that they have on there, and we get, you know, a certain amount of live TV channels. And the reason we want that is really mainly because we want to be able to watch sports because mm-hmm. I'm a huge sports fan. I, and I told Oliver, I was like, right now there's not much sports going on. I can wait, but we have to get it before football season starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, that's just, 
that's the thing though, is like, it's frustrating because I don't want to have to go back to paying an absurd amount for a dish or cable right. to get all these live TVs that's and the good thing continue about paying. Streaming services. Right. But it's starting, it, it's starting it's to change. Yeah. Because they're doing all these new streaming services with NBC and Hulu yeah. and Netflix and Disney and Apple. And I know people So I think who, it's going to get more expensive, which is sad. For sure. And I know people who have multiple streaming services, but it still costs less than what oh, basic yeah. cable way or less. dish. And that's and that is the benefit too and that's still, you know, probably going to be a little bit like that way, but if if all these people start claiming like Disney's like we're taking our shows back from Netflix, yeah. that includes like that's all the Marvel you know, mm-hmm. that's all the Disney shows. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's a lot more than people think, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's and not just the animated films. <laughs> yeah, and so it's kind of ESPN's owned by Disney, yeah. fun fact. Um, but it's just kind Which of crazy. Disney streaming service will probably have a really good sports package if they do live TV stuff. For sure. So maybe I should buy some stock in Disney maybe. now that we're talking about that. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's quite the predicament and it's frustrating, especially with the office leaving that one tore right. my heart. Cause Annabeth and I have watched the office probably 10 to 12 times oh, yeah. through and we love it. I mean, it's kind of like our couple show in a way, mm-hmm. like when we first started dating and we got married and engaged and stuff. And we're getting, if we get Hulu live, should we really still keep Netflix, you know? Right. And that's kind of one of a little bit more of a downfall of Netflix is they don't have any live TV options. And the articles I, I were reading, I were reading, I was reading this morning. Sorry, guys, I need, <laughs> need some more coffee to wake up. But they were talking about how that's something they're exploring, but it's so hard to do now because all these other services kind of have already done it. Yeah. So Netflix didn't get its foot in the door in time. Right. But it's not too late because I think Netflix has such a loyal and big fan base. Yeah, And sure. believe it or not, Netflix isn't just an American thing. Like It's pretty big in like South America and starting to get into Asiatic countries and mm-hmm. stuff, which, I mean, tells you more about their growth and things like that. Yeah. They have a lot of Spanish shows on Netflix. Oh, see. <laughs> Oliver knows he's watched them. I've watched them all. <laughs> um, so let's see here. We chose Netflix probably because it was low cost. And yeah. we were able... So this is interesting. Annabeth and I watched Netflix. We have it on our computers. But we also watch it on my Xbox. We mm-hmm. probably watch it on there more than we do play video games or anything else because mm-hmm. all my xbox friends really are our like, xbox is used for netflix yeah <laughs> she says our xbox it's my xbox guys oh my god i'm just saying we're married oh my gosh mine. <laughs> that's right that's right so those are kind of some of our worries with streaming services because yeah. now it's starting to get if like who knows what the future yeah will who be. knows but i don't want to have to spend a bunch of money when i can I don't know. I like the minimalist lifestyle yeah. in a sense. So for sure. Do you want to debate Parks and Rec in the office? Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> because as you heard me make that bold proclamation that the office is like our show, we took some advice from a couple of people, Matt and Sarah in particular, who told us to watch the park the Parks and Rec. Why do you I keep, keep doing, doing that. that. Like we're going to the Walmart. It's a it's a southern thing, guys. We'll just chalk it up to that. But they told us to watch Parks and Rec, and they said, they caveated it with, get through the first season, yeah. and it's going to get better. And I caveat the same, that same thing I say about The Office, too, because right. the first season is so cringy and so the terrible. The Office and Parks and Rec both do a great job with character development, though. For sure. So if you get into it, if you get past the first one or two seasons, it gets so good. But 
I just still think the office is better. So I, I'm on the party that Parks and Rec is better. I love the character development. I like how friendly and nice the characters are to each other. Cause I agree with the that. The more I've looked back and the more the years have gone on, I really think that like Jim was just a punk, even though he's like one of my favorite characters. And it's funny, right? But I don't know. It's just yeah. not, it's the weird. The office, they're all, they all pick on each other. They're all kind of mean to each other. And it's funny. But Parks and Rec, they really stick up for each other. They really love each other. And they're really good friends. And I love that. And just one thing I like better about Parks and Rec is, uh, what's the girl's name? Leslie. Oh, my gosh. Not even a fan. Ben. Leslie and Ben. Right? Yeah. Yes. They just are perfect for each other. They sacrifice for each other. They make so many sacrifices for they each do. other throughout the show. And Jim and Pam do not do that. No. They suck and <laughs> have to go to therapy. <laughs> nothing wrong with therapy. There's nothing wrong with you counseling therapy. or therapy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Pam is dumb. Jim is dumb. They should have been better and made sacrifices for each other. But... I like The Office better because, for me, Parks and Rec, like, I didn't love the first two seasons. Season three, it gets amazing. Yeah. Um, season four and season five, amazing. I didn't like, how many seasons is it's it? It's like six or seven. Six or seven. I didn't yeah. like the last, the last little bit. season as yeah. much. But The Office, it literally just goes up, 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 up. Never goes back down to for me. I think it continually gets better, and there's never... Right. People disagree with that when Michael leaves, and that's a big yeah, but, subject to me. But what you see is all the other characters yeah, kind of step when, up. Exactly. So if you view it like that and not just like, you know, Michael Scott leaving... And it ends... The ending the is pretty the amazing. The way it's perfect. Perfect. It's the perfect ending. <laughs> it's like ending. my children have grown up and all married each other. <laughs> it's the perfect ending. And did you know that they didn't know that Michael Scott was going to be on the last episode? Yeah, I like, mean, all the other I characters that, didn't know that. And then when Dwight, like, all their reactions when Michael shows up is true reactions. I know, but I'm going to take one from Matt Dorsey's playbook here, our good buddy Matt, who we've talked a lot about on this podcast <laughs> for some reason. Um, he says, the best ending with Parks and Recs when Ron Swanson, his favorite character, is in the boat, you know, managing yeah, a park, being, yeah. being outdoors and doing something he loves, and they all end up doing things that are, hap- that are happy. Yeah, you know? I guess. I guess. See, that's how she frames it, guys. <laughs> but... At the end of the day, like, we've only watched Parks and Recs through, like, one time mm-hmm. versus we've watched The Office 10 to 12 times. So we are a little, still a little biased. And I still laugh and still get, like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Well, so. we quote The Office a ridiculous – we quoted it last night. I forgot what we were talking about, but mm-hmm. we quoted a ridiculous amount. It's a very quotable show. That's for sure. So, well, guys, those are – our feelings on Netflix and oh oh my gosh and this episode comes out July 15th and July 14th was our anniversary yeah happy anniversary we married two years <laughs> two years whoop whoop so um, that's exciting but yeah so tell us what you think what, what your think? thoughts are on Netflix and all these other streaming services what do you think is gonna happen what's your favorite show yeah best Netflix original 
we're trying to I want to increase our our fan to potty that sounded terrible potty like, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and that? edit that part out <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> I gotta go back and edit that part out um oh man yeah just guys just tell us <laughs> tell us what tell us what you <laughs> tell us about your body <laughs> i can't leave this in here <laughs> all right guys all right guys we enjoyed it subscribe we just need to, we just need to end it all right goodbye <laughs> Good. Guys, tell us what you think about your Netflix experience. Um, like, comment, subscribe, share, um, message us. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. <laughs>